I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The volume. It's the most wonderful time of the year. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, your new favorite college football show on FanDuel. And it might be getting cold, but the sports calendar is heating up. That's why it's the best time of the year. There's so much different place to bet on. Whether you want to bet on the World Cup, you want to bet on uh, the NBA, the NFL, college football, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. Uh, they have great exclusive offers, boosts. You get paid fast when you win. And they have all the different ways you can play money line, over-unders, totals, props, future and with live betting you can jump in even if you get to your phone late and who doesn't love a good same game parlay plus FanDuel now live in Maryland and never forget that's what Maryland does crab cakes football and FanDuel so use promo code snaps and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more Yo, what up, everyone? Welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps. Uh, We are so happy to have you here on the premier underground college football podcast in the world. Uh, In fact, it's probably the best college football podcast in the world. Um, As an objective observer, that is not an opinion. I believe that's a fact. Uh, but it's only best because of you who hang out with us here every single day. Uh, what's up, y'all? T-Bob Bear here, joined as always by Aaron Murray, SEC legend, um, haver of bad takes when it comes to mock drafts, as we'll get into a bit today. we got a lot to talk about today. He's going to be NCAA president. Drew Brees is entering the coaching realm, apparently. Todd McShay has mock drafts, which are uh, breeding takes, as mock drafts tend to do, and uh, we're very excited to hang out with you here over the next hour as always uh shout out to FanDuel uh FanDuel Sportsbook app promo code snaps for those incredible sign up deals uh sometimes it's a thousand dollar no sweat first bet uh live in Maryland now if you're listening in Maryland you get great deals bottom line look if you like the show you want to support it it's a few ways you can do it 
You can like and subscribe to this YouTube channel you're watching it on. If you're listening on podcasts, you can uh, rate it and review it, share it with your friends. That really helps us. Uh, you can sign up for FanDuel, promo code SNAPS, and you can buy some SNAPS merch, code SNAPS20. If you don't like the show, hey, that's cool, man. Later, I guess. You know, I don't know why. Are you still here? Okay, cool. Let's dive into it then. Aaron, what's up, dude? How you feeling today, man? Uh, feeling good, feeling good. Uh, I do have one question for you. So I know we're always working on our thumbnails. So thumbnails, I learned what that was yesterday, actually. Yeah. It's like the big, cute. Yeah. So we work on different Why are you faces. acting? Hold on. Shut the fuck up. Why are you acting like you don't know what thumbnails are? I the did little it, pictures did not on know. YouTube videos. You did not I there know was that more that was to totally it. thumbnail. <laughs> no, that's just a, a basic graphic like why is it not just called like this is the graphic to what the show is going to be like so no i did i know you understand we have people whose entire job it is to make thumbnails for this show i know i know i'm just and you ask for them every day yeah no i I just can't believe you for the show i asked for the graphic for he does ask for the graphic that is that is i can that is we can support that that is true yes but anyway, so you know, we, we work on our faces during the show so we can get fun uh, thumbnails. So I yeah. was working on my face yesterday on College Football Live and my mom was watching. And she texts me, she goes, what the hell face are you making on TV right now? Because it's some of the stupid faces that you and I do that I got stuck doing on TV. And I didn't think it looked bad, but she goes, can you just please just smile and not make your little, I think I was doing this. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so this is, if, if you listened on AMP earlier, you heard Aaron um, blame me for kind of insidiously bringing out the cursing in him. And so now he goes on like yes. college football live on ESPN and he has to desperately avoid saying the B word or the F word. <laughs> I like how us working together is just some slow insidious breaking down of the professionalism that has been drilled into you as I try to yes. bring you back into the mud, into the common man, how real people talk. Hey, I've got a great mm. thumbnail for you, Aaron. What do you think about, uh, is that going to, yeah. Look at me. Hey, look at me. I'm Aaron Murray. I think that they should tank and get Caleb Williams. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. That was the screen grab uh, when you signed off a little while ago. If you're listening on podcasts, uh, you can always go check it out on the Volume Sports YouTube channel if you want to see what we are talking about. Uh, there's a lot to talk about today. Uh, before we get into it, you know what I love, Aaron? You know what I love? I love college football. Okay. I love this. Uh, I love this mm. Sonic Christmas sweater that I have on, despite the fact that the only real Sonic game that I have loved was Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast. I actually have no love for the original Sonics on Genesis. I don't think the new ones that emulate the originals are really any good either. Um, but those Sonic Adventures are badass. Anybody remembers Chow's little memory cards? Where you could, they were like Tamagotchis. Those things were tight. You know what else I love? Freaking Omaha Steaks, dude. Love me a good Omaha Steak, and Omaha Steak loves snaps. So you're looking for the holiday gift? You want $40 off at checkout, 50% off site-wide? You want to go to omahasteaks.com, promo code SNAPS at checkout, and get you some meat. This Christmas, okay, get you some meat. Once again, Omaha Steaks has put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of that 50% off site-wide. Plus, use code SNAPS at checkout to get an additional $40 off your order. I mean, we can't freaking give away steaks this cheap, okay? It's omahasteaks.com, 50% off site-wide. Promo code SNAPS gets you an extra $40 off minimum order. 
may be required. So check that out. Okay. Hey, and never, I have good news for you guys. When did this happen? Like I never knew Omaha steaks was going to sponsor the show. I would love some, you guys will be getting some Omaha steaks coming in the mail for Christmas. Uh, duh. Cause it's the perfect Let's Christmas go. present. That's why you should all go to omahasteaks.com. They actually are delicious. I love Omaha steaks. They are um, very good. I'm, I'm, I'm only doing this a big tongue-in-cheek because that was the first time I've ever seen this email. <laughs> I was trying to uh, break it down. Yeah. Some, some uh, <laughs> irresponsible re- producer forgot to give T-Bob his very important ad read until 2 or or, 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 or or let the co-host know that we have a new sponsor. I mean, come on. I would Hell love to, to yeah, dude. eating a nice big steak right now as we discuss our new pro, uh, you know promo. It's actually perfect because just earlier today, um, not knowing this, I ordered myself for Christmas a uh, a great Bluetooth digital meat thermometer because I want to try a new. I'm, I'm I'm like I'm I'm sick of me. Look, I love grilling my steaks. I actually really love doing my steaks. I love doing a cast iron sear and then putting them in the oven. Right, but mm-hmm. I but I saw a little reverse sear technique where you go the smoker low and slow to hit a temperature, and then and then you do the sear. Um, and, and I'm into it. It sounds great. But the bottom line is like I'm sick of just like I for years and years now I've forced myself to okay let's you know feel it okay let's meet blah 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 and I'm okay at it. But like why have I just been putting off just getting a badass meat thermometer? So yeah, I'm a dad of three now. It's time for such to me to treat myself. And so I got a badass meat thermometer, and now I got Omaha steaks in the way. Let's freaking go, dude. It's going to be a happy Christmas around the Abraham household. Uh, it's going to be a happy Christmas around the Drew Brees household because Drew Brees is back in football. Uh, this came from Ross Dellinger's uh, Twitter, or, or Dellinger. I, now that Garrett Dellinger plays O-line for LSU, I, I keep screwing that up. Uh, this comes from Ross Dellinger's Twitter. Um, as I'm working through all the Charlie says, Drew Brees, former NFL quarterback is being hired as an interim assistant coach at Purdue sources tell SI now he wanted to help during the coaching transition. He'll assist the team in prep for the citrus bowl and coach in the game. He also can recruit via an NCAA waiver. Um, this is interesting for a couple of reasons. Uh, one thing that I like, Aaron, I kind of like how relaxed, uh, everybody's becoming around bowl games, right? Players are kind of checking out. Last year, Oklahoma yep. was like, fuck it, we'll bring Bob Stoops back. Bob Stoops comes and hangs out for a few weeks. Coach, like, super fun. Everybody has a good time. Yeah, you're Purdue. You got a hot young coach. Walter's coming in. Let's bring Drew Brees in here. Like, let's get yep. a little hype going. And if you're Brees, you're, you're looking for something to do. You got plenty of business investments that are just going to handle themselves. You don't need to touch those or whatever. Um, you didn't love the media game. Didn't really work out for you. You probably missed football. And this is a great way to get back into football and jump straight into the college angle of things where maybe this becomes something more permanent. Yeah, I'm interested. I would love to get your take because he is facing LSU and they are facing LSU Mm -hmm. in the bowl game. And uh, he is obviously now a native son son of Louisiana. Uh, But Aiden O'Connell, the starting quarterback for Purdue, We'll skip the cheese at Citrus Bowl against uh, your LSU Tigers, along with uh, tight end a couple receivers. So I wonder if they knew that news prior to making their decision to set out the ball. Because if I'm a quarterback, if I'm Aiden O'Connell and I want to, yeah, why, to, yeah. to test the waters, this, why would you not take the advantage of learning directly from Drew Brees in meetings, film prep, study to get ready for the bowl game versus LSU? So I, I, I um, I don't know what the process is, and if, if you if you declared, can you like, okay, never mind, just joking, ha ha ha, ha yeah. I want back. Like, like I would be literally calling Purdue, be like, 
hey, is there any way that I can like take that back and 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 find a way? Like he, he's, I think he's. Uh, first off, go play the bowl game. Just go play bowl games. They're fun. Oh, They're exciting. Here we go. Here it's we a go. The old man. It's the a free, man. it's a free trip with your buddies. Have a damn good time. <sighs> and if you're in O'Connell. Why would you not take advantage of learning from one of the best to ever do it, the best quarterback to ever come through your university for one or two weeks as you get ready for for your next stage of your life? So just play the damn game. It's a children's game. I'm not, game. I'm not going to tell it's anyone. It's what we're here T-Bob. No, no, no. Game. I'm not going to tell anyone to play the game because I don't believe that they should. Like, I, I think if you want to, hell yeah, I'm down. And like you said, it's like – Go hang out Bunch with your boys quitters. one more time, once more into the fray. But I'm also not going to fault anyone who's like, no, I'm trying to make, you know, potentially millions of dollars. And like, I'm not going to give everybody else. I mean, this game is until January 2nd. You're going to give everyone yeah. else a month of prep time on you when it comes to things uh, like the combine and whatnot, which is a different training for football. Like, I'm not going to tell anybody to play the bowl game. That said, if I was Aiden O'Connell, I would seriously be thinking about coming back now, like you said, to learn at the feet of Drew Brees. T-Bot. And it would be fascinating if he did choose that because I think the spread was at nine or 10. Then it jumped all the way to 14 after the Aiden O'Connell news. What if he comes back and then it's like back down to nine or 10? Maybe some people got some great value there. All right. First off, let me, let me just say this about your whole, oh, I'm so scared that someone else is going to get a month ahead of me of training to get ready for the combine. The, the, the things that scouts want to see and, and coaches and GMs and all that, they want to see you play football. The only way to get better yeah. at football yeah. is by playing football. If you go out there Not in a true. bowl game and throw four or five touchdowns, to me, that helps your draft stock compared to you spending an extra month learning how to run the 40, maybe shaving off a, a split second of your time. Like They don't care. They want every single opportunity to watch you play the game in which they're going to draft you and pay you millions of dollars to go play. They're not drafting you to go run a 40. They're not drafting you to go do a vertical jump. They're not drafting you to do this, that, and the other. They're drafting you to play football. So it is more important in my mind for your draft stock to go out there and play the damn game that they will be paying you to play. One more is, month learning how to get set up for a 40 is not going to help you. Who is they? Who is they? Because they is who you need to be talking to. Because, no, NFL GMs and scouts do draft because of the combine. They fall in love they with do. the underwear they Olympics don't... all the time. I get it. Scouts and GMs. But they also get fall in love with the, 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 the film. No, scouts yes. and GMs have proven, yeah, but not the bowl film. Mm-hmm. Scouts and GMs have proven they don't give yes. a damn about bowl film. No. They don't care. It is, it is the exception rather than the rule mm-hmm. where somebody balls out in nope. a bowl game. They're like, you know what? They just went up on our board. Uh, you skip the bowl game. Scouts and GMs don't care. They have years of film on Aiden O'Connell from which mm-hmm. to pull. They're not going to knock why play, him. Why, why play a senior bowl then? Why, why put, why, why, what's the use of a senior bowl? It is a game. See, now it is a week is, to, show, play, to play football. A week to be in front of scouts and coaches. Vastly different. That's vastly different. And, and we, I, vastly no, no, no. It's a, it's a game. It's a game. Because, no, because it is the more practices matter more than the football, game. But you're still practicing. Right. You're, still, you're still performing the act of football. A combine, yes, now, it can help. But that's not what they're drafting you to do. Practices and games, that's what they want to see. And there are scouts going to these practices. And there are scouts and GMs going to these bowl games as well. 
but they've been going to the practices and the games. They like the Senior Bowl because it's an all-star collection. You see how guys do taking NFL coaching. You see the effort they put it in practice. You see how they do against top-tier competition. That is different than practicing at Purdue if you're Aiden O'Connell. Now, if he is playing in the Senior Bowl, that maybe then his decision, I'm with you, and becomes a bit more interesting because the Senior Bowl is actual football. So in theory, you would want to keep practicing and playing actual football right up until the Senior Bowl so that you are as sharp as possible. <laughs> so I do, I, I do kind of feel you. Uh, I do kind of feel you there, but but no. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah, wait, wait, yeah what's, up, did, what's up with the poll? What's up with the poll? Uh, Aaron did because it says did Aaron, yeah. Did Aaron derail the Drew Brees conversation? Yes, you made it the classic no. old man play in the bowl game argument. And the point no, is I, you don't it, need it, to play in the bowl game. No, it all goes back to me saying that he should be there learning from Drew Brees, taking the time. Like, What what would you say is more valuable, right, Atsibah? If you're Aiden O'Connell, you get it is the, the 15th of December. The game's on what? The 2nd. What is more important to you, having two weeks to learn how to run a 40 or two weeks to learn from Drew Brees, prepare and play another football game? What is going to help you get ready for, for the NFL draft? I would say learning I would from Drew look. Brees, playing, playing another football game and getting those practices in. Yeah, I'm, look, I am with you now that Breeze has entered the picture. Again, I'm, I'm not really going to fault uh, anyone for choosing to go get ready for the NFL. I get it. But, yes, I mean, that's just an opportunity that wasn't there previous. I mean, like you said, to learn from an NFL Hall of Famer who is small and undersized and many people doubted but made himself into one of the all-time greats. Like, yeah, I think you should take advantage of that. Uh, maybe he can. Maybe he still will. We will see. What about the bigger news here, though, which is – Drew Brees getting into coaching. Like, if you are, um, oh, let me scroll down here. Why am I blanking on his name? Walters. Uh, if you are Ryan Walters, the new head coach of the Purdue, the 36 year old head coach of Purdue, do you put Brees on this staff? This tweet has him as an interim assistant coach at Purdue. You got Jeff Satter getting bumped up to an interim head coach. You got Prime rocketing up the coaching circuit, do you just immediately jump up Drew Brees and make him like a quarterback's coach? Yeah, 100%. Any way that I can get <laughs> Drew Brees associated with my university and and on that to, to recruit to, uh, there's a reason why they got that waiver. You know, you want to put him in, his front of, in, in front of as many quarterbacks and skill position guys as you possibly can. So, yes, if you have an opportunity, if Drew Brees came to you and said, hey, I want to find some role in this football team, whether it's a, a – He's not going to be a GA, but like if I want to be a quarterback coach, you fire whoever the hell your quarterback coach is or who you think you're going to hire, and you make Drew Brees yeah. your quarterback coach. Um, it is it is so valuable to have him on that roster. Um, I, I'm a little bit surprised he'd want to go this route. And I guess, like you said earlier, like he listen, he tried the TV route. It wasn't for him. He's got a million small burger places in Louisiana and this company and that company. Like He's, he's all over the damn place. Um, yeah, Jimmy John's and all that good stuff the other day. Yeah, I know. Did, so did maybe that like knocks some sense into him. All in pursuit of advertising. That's what I'm saying. The man, yes, the man has his hands in a lot of businesses. Yeah. Is the point. Uh, I just, you know, for how much time he spent playing the game of football and how many hours he spent in the film room, because we know he was a film junkie. He's got a lot of young kids. I thought he would want to spend a little bit more time with them, possibly, because we know, and we've talked about on the show, once you commit to <laughs> coaching. Bye-bye family time. Um, well, so you go from one profession the, where you spend all that time playing, traveling, missing out on weekends, to now doing a profession that's even more time-consuming 
when you don't need to. The man's got more money than than everyone. Like I just, eh. you got to. I mean, you got to really love the game, or your wife, Look, or your wife just wants you out of the house. Six fifteen, Realville says it best. Drew said, "F them kids, man." Uh, no, look. In all seriousness, man. Obsessives, it's hard to transition as an obsessive, and so yes, you were playing professional quarterback at a Hall of Fame level for nearly two decades. This required an unreal amount of commitment and focus, and when you were in it. You were pining for the grass on the other side of that fence. I wish I had a bit more family time. I wish you could be here with my kids. I wish you could do that. And then suddenly you get that. And it's great. Until it isn't. Cabin fever starts to set in. Mm-hmm. Even though you have 30-foot high ceilings because you're a multi-multi-millionaire, it starts to feel like the walls are closing in. The honeydew list grows longer and longer. You're picking up kids from school. You're doing all this stuff that you're not used to doing a vast, vast difference. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I kind of need something to obsess over once again. Oh. And I miss football. Right. And, and okay. Yes. And, and may, like, yes, some people fall into golf or other things. Right. But like uh, falling into coaching, if you love the game of football, which you Reese clearly does, does make sense to me. And I don't think that's unhealthy. Like I, I know I'm kind of being a bit tongue in cheek no. here, but I don't want to say that like, it's fully unhealthy um, because I think it's better than not finding another job, not recommitting yourself to something and just slowly losing your mind and go crazy. Like I have seen far too many NFL players do when they get done and they no longer, and they have this massive void, which they yeah. suddenly have to fill. And I think Drew Brees is a great father. I think he'll continue to be a great father, oh, yeah. even if he becomes a, uh, a coach. But I mean, look at Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady retires. And granted, maybe a bit of that retirement was trying to force his way to Miami, and I love the conspiracy. That's actually pretty true. But but he said it himself on that podcast he does with Jim Gray, where he was like, you know, I want more family time. Then about six weeks in, I'm kind of like, okay, this is a lot of family time. And then, yeah, and then look, <laughs> Tom Brady, and now he's back in the NFL, five and nine, fighting in the most garbage division in the entire yeah. league. It's, it's, it's hard, my, my- man. It's hard to... Give it up. I know. I, I get it. My, my question, um, I'm going back two years ago when he took the job with NBC, and I think I may have watched one game or part of a Notre Dame game in which he was calling, and I didn't think he was that bad. Like, I, I don't know if there was, like, this expectation. Like, since Romo, quote-unquote, supposedly balled out his first year and everyone loves Romo now, that, okay, Drew Brees, you're going to be just like Romo. And then when he wasn't Romo, oh, he's garbage, he's bad. Like, it still was his first year in the booth calling a football game. Like, that's not an easy thing to do. Like, it takes time. Someone who's who's still learning day in and day out in my sixth year takes time to to make that transition. Did you hear him? Like, was he that bad where it's like, okay, please get his ass off the air? Like, or was it more not, of like he did not enjoy it? I, I did not think he was bad in the booth from what I heard. Um, Brum, I'll let you offer an opinion more on that. He was not good in studio. Uh, and the problem in studio was he just, he didn't want to be a taker. He didn't want to be a hot taker. Like he didn't want to talk bad about guys and that is fine. And that is all well and good. But if you're in the studio, you got to bring an element of that to the studio. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I thought he was fine calling the early games, but apparently me and Brum were talking about before the show. That is not the consensus. Is that correct, Brum? He was fine most of his games. He had a very, very bad public playoff game with NBC where mm-hmm. him and Tariko were doing the game together, and it was a bad 
large public audition with the whole nation watching, which is very, very hard. And what made um, him so bad, though? I, I feel like I need to go back and rewatch this, that he was that bad. That I mean, once again, it's year freaking one. Again, you know, I, I, I agree Tariqa with you. I would people, just take over. I agree people have unrealistic expectations of colored commentators based off the success of yes. Romo. You see, yeah, yeah. apparently Tom Brady is going to enter the booth at some point. I'll believe that when I see that. And um, not to be a giant $25 million here, a year. Yeah. Not to be a giant cynic here, but I, as much as I believe Breeze might be entering the coaching realm, part of me also believes he's looking for a very obvious positive PR win after, yeah. you know, he was involved sure. in a very embarrassing, you know, advertising stunt with his gambling company with the fake lightning strike wait so was that embarrassing i just thought it was kind of like huh, that was kind of stupid um yes they... I, thought it was, I would i would argue very embarrassing oh okay 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 i mean look as the producer of the show i do think you have a better thumb on the pulse of uh what it what is the what people's takes are on that but it was um <laughs> I just thought it was fucking stupid. They tried to pretend like they struck Drew Brees and lightning. All they advertise. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see where this is Drew Brees. It has created a very funny situation where a lot of Saints fans, and, and, and Brees' children are massive LSU fans. Like, they're kind of beloved in the state for that. They always, especially when Joe Burrow came around in the 2019 year, I think that really got it hooks in him, right? But they're always wearing, like, Burrow jerseys, LSU gear, hitting the gritty. Well, now all of a sudden, their old man's going to be coaching against their favorite school. And and it is funny because there's a lot of Saints and <clears throat> LSU fans who are now, obviously, Drew Brees going to be working for the enemy in the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. And make no mistake, actually, I'm not even being sarcastic. LSU kind of needs to win the Cheez-Its Citrus Bowl. You cannot have this season go to 9-5, and five, especially if Aiden O'Connell isn't playing. Like, you just that cannot is, have that it. Is, that is far going ahead of where you thought you were going to be at the end of the season. So I, I No, not – no, like, no, no, yes. no. Yes. Eight and four and yes. nine and five are basically the same thing. And eight and four is what a lot of people would have been like, okay, sure. Um – Nine and five, losing to a quarterbackless and coachless Purdue in the cheese it fucking bowl is not far ahead. And the, plus, the list of coaches who can, can who can survive three straight losses in college football is very short, if not zero. And, and, and Brian and, uh, Kelly well, and, is and, uh, on that list. He will be fine. On, yes, he, no, no, no. No one will remember them lose the Cheez It Bowl. No, of course not. I'm not, not saying he's going to get fired, but and also, Aaron, expectations rise when you win the SEC West and you beat Alabama and you beat Ole Miss SEC and West you have all these nice stuff. wins in the middle of the season, right? Like, no, like they they need to win the Cheez It Bowl. It's actually sneakily important, um, especially after that A and M loss, which still kind of. Uh, looms pretty large. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, for those uh, listening on podcasts, Brum has made a custom graphic with Aaron's stupid face that says, What's your thumbnail? This would be Paul, the guy who makes our thumbnails every single day, made this. Oh, shout out Paul Farrington, the man. Paulie Walnuts is what we like to call him around these. Uh, Derek Walker, I think, nailed, nailed Breeze. He said, um, Drew Breeze was fine on broadcast, a little bland. I, I, I think that's right. I think that's right, right? Like, Romo has a little bit of cool guy, good-looking. I kind of want to bang him energy. Breeze had major nice guy energy. And it just didn't translate. Um, you're giving me a quizzical look, Aaron. What don't you understand about that? Like, did you just say, like, I want to bang 
him. You're telling what, me that there's what, not a sexual edge to Tony Romo when he's calling games? See, the I'm little like timber in his know. voice. I, 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 I like him. I don't I don't uh -oh. love his games, to be honest. Hater. Um, hater, why are you jealous? Well, I'm not a hater. What's up? No, no, I'm not jealous. I'm jealous how much money he makes. I will tell you that. Like, good for him. <laughs> um, CBS would have opened that pocketbook up a little bit more. Maybe I would say with him, it's like with ESPN. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I just, he, he talks a lot, man. He does talk a lot. It's a little bit, if um, there's oh, a Jim. rhythm in the booth and Jim, oh, you can I see Jim Lund Jim coming. I, I a slugger was coming out, Jim. Oh, you're going to look. Nah, dude. No, no, no. Nance, bro. Tony Romo has been the best thing that has happened to Jim Nance in years. Jim well, Nance has talked about money. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Yes, exactly. Because Tony the main said, reason. I can't do my job without Jim Nance. And Jim's I was like, well, if you want me to continue to babysit Tony, you're going to have to give me $8 million. Like, oh, I guess we have to keep Tony. So here you go. Here's $8 million. Like he played it up extremely well. Like props yeah. to Nance for doing what he did. He completely look, changed look. his game knowing that they loved Romo, that if he did what he needed to do and gave Romo his space, he was going to get well compensated at the end of it. And he did. Yeah. Yeah, good on him. That's what yeah. a pro does. Okay. Hell yeah. Adjusting yeah. the situation at hand. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. 
The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. What up, y'all? T-Bob here inviting you to start the NFL week off the correct way with some NFL same-game parlay insurance from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Look, I love this deal because it doesn't matter if you're new or existing customer. If you make a four-legged Thursday night football same-game parlay and fall one leg short, don't worry, you get free bets back. So, you want to try to build that bigger payday, maybe get a little lucky? Hey, last couple times, this blind squirrel's found a couple of nuts in the last couple of these ads. Let's see if we can do it once again. Seahawks, Niners. First off, I don't like the Niners quarterback situation. We're going to go Seattle plus the three and a half at home. That said, Niners defense elite. We're going to go Geno Smith under 243 and a half yards passing. We're going to go Christian McCaffrey over 78 and a half yards rushing and a Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown score. We're talking a plus 1400 parlay here. Okay, 10 bucks when you're $141.74. So, look, you like that? You think it's stupid? Guess what? You can download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and build your own. Remember, FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So, Marylanders, make sure you take advantage of the great action. Also, a lot of great offers built just for you. So, every single Thursday, it's here for you. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Use the promo code SNAPS if you don't already have an account. And let's make every moment more with FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, T-Pat said, yeah, Breed's like a true football nerd, like an old school coach drive, but so deep in his knowledge. And anybody who's trying to deny um, the attractiveness of Tony Romo, I mean, I don't even know what we're doing at this point. Look at the people that he dated. Um, look at all of the advertising deals that he's gotten. Like, there is definitely a sex appeal to Tony Romo. And that's that Drew Brees doesn't have. Like, like Drew Brees' regrown hair didn't look near – it just he doesn't yeah. have it, okay? Um, it's everything on Drew Brees we got for today. Unless you got anything else, you want to talk a little Todd McShay? It's McShay oh, season you know, right I'm now. I'm ready for some McShay. It let's is make our, uh, Todd can we, can we make a snaps? Can we make a snaps mock draft? Should we start doing that? Let's make a snaps. I don't know that I want draft. to do anything less in the world <laughs> than commit even a – single brain cell to doing a mock draft well we have four shows a week between february and july so if you've got some better ideas let's hear do we have four a week oh yeah yeah we're not going anywhere bro i i've been doing radio for 10 years we can take every day do not be a little scaredy boy okay the college football news cycle will provide it always does that, that's an eternal truth, oh, okay? The stories are to be had. Sometimes, maybe you got to put your freaking minor pants on and you got to get your pickaxe. And yeah, you got to delve a little deeper, okay? Sometimes you got uh, you to find the water. You got to get in there. But you, it, there is stuff to be found without resorting to mock drafts. Literal information that is null and void the second the draft happens. 
The second one team does one thing I'm unexpected. Scared. None of that. I do. Uh, this, okay. The only value I see in mock drafts is aggregate value. We can talk about them. It's kind of how I think about <laughs> recruiting, right? It's kind of how I think about recruiting. And they're fun to talk about. They are kind of fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, I will give them that. Um, I just don't want to do one myself. But like, I don't, it's like, I don't care about individual recruits because they go boom or bust. I don't care about individual mock drafts. They go boom or bust. I do like seeing what the hive mind is thinking. Right on yeah. the whole, like what's the most mocked player uh, number one overall, the most mocked player two and three. And I do think there's some value to be gained therein. Uh, but no, you will be, um, it, it, I will rue the day, uh, Ryan Brumley, when you force me to do a mock draft. The only I will I, I not force a, you to do a mock draft, I promise. I used As to God is my witness, I will not that. make you do a mock draft. Uh, I might make Aaron do a mock draft <laughs> and make you react to it, but you don't have to do one. We used to do a mock mock draft where, um, well, you get it. It was just a parody of them. It's kind of funny. I don't know if it's that funny. We'll see. Hey, uh, hey, uh, I, I, I do want to go to the chat real quick. T Pat in the chat says, uh, at T Bob, Romo Thirst, what the F? Uh, look yeah, up Romo's X's and see if T Bob's name is on it. <laughs> look up Romo's X's T and look at Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, to be honest, that's the only Romo X that I know. Okay, yeah. Chase Crawford's sister. There we go. There we go. Chase Crawford's wife sister. Now, really? Yeah. Huh. All right. Can we? Can we get like, back to mock from guys? So I, I, I do have, I do have some issues with this first mock draft, and it's it's the first edition, 1.0. We're gonna get probably 10 to 15 more of these before the draft from Todd McShay, but um, I'll just start by saying this: Houston Texans. You should start a, a a a rallying cry to tank for Caleb Williams. Being serious, dead ass serious right now. Like oh, tank for Caleb God. for next season or Drake May. Like just take the risk. Take the risk. I like Bryce. I do. But you can't tell me if you had the option of those three quarterbacks, who would you rather have? Take the chance, suck for another season, and then have the ability to draft a guy that we like. I talked about last week. Is is the closest thing to Patrick Mahomes out there right now, Caleb Williams, or you can go with Drake May if you want to. So, uh, what do we got over here? Wow, I think I think the one. I'm doing my impression view. I think the one and eleven Texans should go one and sixteen again <laughs> next year because yes, Caleb yes. Williams is so much better than Bryce Young. That's he insanity. Is. That's insanity, Aaron Murray. No, it you isn't. You need to no, apologize for this take. No. I can accept you know quarterback orders of magnitude better than I do. And I can accept that Caleb Williams is another worldly talent. And I can accept that both him and Drake May are more talented than uh, Bryce Young. But I cannot mm -hmm. accept that the gap is so large that you should incur the risk of the lasting damage that another dead last in the NFL season would get you. The lasting damage amongst your fans. Another base, first pick the in the draft. <laughs> taking you seriously. And plus, you may not even get the first pick. Look at the Raiders. They're awful. There's a great chance they get even worse this offseason as they completely fall apart because they rehired Josh McDaniel for some godforsaken reason. Like, you, you, there's no, there's no guarantee you're going to get that number one pick again. Bryce Young is a damn good quarterback. I think Bryce Young will be fantastic in the NFL, even if he has a tiny little elf boy. Okay, I think he's going to be very good. This is an age where small quarterbacks can't succeed. If I'm the Houston, he's a high-character guy, which they desperately need. If I'm the Houston Texans, uh, who are dysfunctional as hell and are probably going to doom Bryce Young, I would take Bryce Young number one overall.
I, I think now the the only there's a good chance. There, first of all, there's a there's a good chance. There's a good chance they've had nine combined wins. I was just doing the numbers. Nine combined wins over the last three seasons. Four, four, and then one this season. So there's a really good chance that they are on the path of getting a top, you know, one, two, or three pick next year. And then 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 just just trade out of it. Find a way to amass draft picks. That way you can trade up to get one of those quarterbacks next year and then just get someone in free agency that can essentially be a placeholder for a year. Like I like Bryce, but I don't love I don't love any quarterback in this draft. I don't love any of them. If I'm a guy, if I'm a team that needs a quarterback in the top 10, I wouldn't draft any of them. I would either trade again, out though, or again, I would get though, someone else. So so the only element of this that does make sense is trading back and just amassing a war chest of resources. Yes. Like if you want to go full Philadelphia 76ers, the process, the number one overall pick does have a lot of value uh, yep. therein. But this whole idea, what, you're going to sign a quarterback to get better? But you're supposed to be worse, Aaron. So why would you sign a quarterback? Why wouldn't you just, just sign run it back? Who's, who's okay. You're not going to – You're threatening run it back with him. And run it back with him. Yeah, exactly, and that's all. But but no, that's why you amass draft picks. That's why you amass draft picks. So regardless of what happens next year, you have the opportunity to trade those draft picks to move up in the draft in case you do fall back. That's what you do. Uh, Okay. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I guess one of the issues that I have with this is a principled one, and it's when you look at the NFL – purposeful tanking we've we've definitely seen it work in the nba somewhat i mean i i guess there's debate as to whether or not philly has worked but you know they're playoff relevant every year which they definitely were not as the process started so maybe it's worked for them but when you look at the nfl be it the jags or some of these other teams that have just been bad forever um the lions like those who uh, nick underhill said this from new orleans football one of my favorite writers those who go to hell willingly tend to stay there I don't believe that it is proven on the NFL level that purposefully tanking is a legitimate strategy that pays dividends. And if the Texans were to engage with that, I think you would essentially be courting the devil, right? And and like all deals with Satan, eventually the monkey paw curls. And what looks great at first ends up breaking you because you've got a rotten culture. Um, you've built yourself to be purposefully bad. You're not suddenly going to get good just because you got one player, and then you ruin that one first overall pick player that you have because you have a shit roster otherwise, or everybody's too young, and then before they get good, their contracts run out and they have to go elsewhere. You're just playing a very dangerous game, Aaron Murray, when the flip side is you draft Bryce Young and you commit to getting better now in the immediate and trying to prove to your fan base that, no, we do care, and we are trying to win games and try to put a good product out there for you that you should care about. So so you can go with your tanking for Caleb Williams. Just proceed at your own risk, because I think you're playing with fire, the devil's fire, which is the worst kind of fire at all. Of all. Listen, the, 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 the Houston Texans are being realistic. By drafting Bryce 1 doesn't make them a contender next season. Like This is a team that needs to rebuild, and it's going to take years. Starting one year earlier with a quarterback that's not as good is not going to help you. So you start a massive marketing campaign in the right way somehow. They get fans to understand what the end goal is and why you're amassing draft picks. It's because I want to get one of these two quarterbacks next year. So at the end of the day, like I will go back to this. Like I don't, I would not take any of these guys. If 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 you put my feet to the fire, and I would not be surprised if this does happen. 
I would take CJ above Bryce. I think I, I just I get that we're that, you know GMs and teams aren't scared to draft a quarterback that's undersized, but he's extremely undersized. He would be the smallest quarterback. Todd McShay in his article says he's six foot. No, no, no. He he's five ten, 180 pounds on a good day. He wow. is well. He's small. So he you, is. You, and, and you 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 go. you betray me in the tiny handed club, trying to lord mm-hmm. your quarter inch over me that you have over me, and now you betray every inch your matters. Fellow, T-Bob. Every inch matters. Your, yeah, yeah. Now you betray your fellow on the shorter side quarterback. At what point, Aaron, are you going to stand with your people? What did you measure at the combine <laughs> height wise? Six one. Um, okay. Okay. Actually, I would have given you six foot. So uh, to be fair, that's, that's a little bit taller than I expected, but still you're not Will Levis or Josh Allen over there. When are you going to stand with Bryce Young in his five eleven frame and say that? No, he can't. I'm in the middle of both of them. I'm three inches taller than Bryce Young and I'm three, like two inches taller, smaller than Will Levis. Like I'm closer to Will you, no, than I am Bryce. You, you, yes. you just made Bryce yes, Young 5'10". You think... You think you think Bryce Young's going to be 5'10 at the combine? Yes. I don't think so. Yes, he will be 5'10, 5'10. Have you seen him in person? He's you ever small. heard of Doug Flutie? I love the game. Yeah, it's a different game, man. It is a different game. Um, also, on the CJ Stroud over Bryce uh, Young, again, tell me, tell me, the, please tell me the last time that Ohio State quarterback did good in the NFL. Justin Fields. I got time. Right now. Wait. Justin Fields, right uh, now. Justin okay. Fields right now. Uh, yeah, because he's getting it. Yeah, Justin Fields and his. 50 Justin QBR right with 13 touchdowns to 10 picks is ball. And no, wait, Justin Fields well. is getting out. Now, now, to be fair, the Bears are not in a the great spot. Suck. doesn't have weapon. Yes. I agree. I agree. But he's getting it done with his legs. C.J. Stroud can't he run. He doesn't have talent around him. Yeah, but C.J. Stroud can't run. So, like, we've never seen Ohio State quarterback recently go in the NFL and dominate throwing the ball. Even though they dominate throwing the ball in college, they all throw over 50 touchdowns. Bryce Young, if, I mean, you look at Alabama, you got Tua Tonga-Baloa, you got Jalen Hurts. I don't think Mac Jones is as good as people thought he was before. We still got Mac Jones out there starting. Like, Bryce Young comes from a far more proven quarterback system and pedigree than does C.J. Stroud. Bryce Young's the answer. No, I'll give you that. Day. I'm just – no. Uh, uh, and then Will Levis in, in the top ten at six there. Um, QB one-on-one, take care of the football. He doesn't do that. And then – you know, you know, my, my biggest problem is really like, listen, if, if Bryce goes one to Houston, I'm, I'm not going to be up in arms. And, and if, if I'm a Houston fan, I will, you know, you should be excited about that. I do think that there, there is a um, uh, greener pastures and a better pick to be had, depending on if you want to trade out or just suck again for another year. But, but the big, the big problem is, is Anthony Richardson going at 11 because you're, you're making the decision <laughs> right there and there. If you're the Panthers, if this kid has a legitimate chance to be a starter this season. And we're going to push him to be a starter this season when Anthony Richardson needs multiple seasons in order to get ready. You're not drafting a guy inside the top 15 to put him on the bench for two or three years. You're drafting inside the top 15 to, to once again, push him to be a starter at some point in season one. You have quarterback issues. He is not the guy that's going to solve that problem this year. He's not going to be this guy that solves that problem the following year. So this just goes back to the bigger issues of Anthony probably should have stayed and continued to play football at Florida in order just to become a better quarterback in order to have more success. Because if he fails and if he shits the bed in the first year or two, not only does that suck for the, for the, for the franchise, but it sucks for him because then his, his whole swag and demeanor and confidence go right out the damn window. You are setting him up 
for failure if you draft him at 11. Um, yeah, I mean, 11 feels crazy. You know, he has 13 starts I mean, in his career. Yeah. And uh, since 2000, there's only been two other times where quarterbacks with 13 or fewer starts have been drafted um, this high. And it was Alex Smith and Mitch Trubisky, which has been interesting because one worked out and one did not. Uh, but even the first one took a little time. Also, is that kind of crazy? Alex Smith only had 13 starts? Coming out of college, yeah, I find that to be like completely shocking. Uh, But Alex Smith also, I think, did way better than Anthony Richardson did in college. Uh, Like, like his numbers were vastly better. I understand falling in love with Richardson for the potential. I think you have to be very wary taking a guy in the first round based on potential. Like I covered Mm -hmm. the New Orleans Saints. I'm down for the Saints taking Anthony Richardson in the second round. I mean, I'm having to watch fucking Andy Dalton every Sunday, okay? In 2022. You love Andy, Andy Dalton. Every Sunday. You I know. love Andy Dalton. He's been fine. He's been fine. But just think <laughs> about that. Andy Dalton in 2022, every single Sunday. So, like, uh-huh. yeah, man, if the Saints want to take a would you? Would you, would you, would you, down, would you rather have Jameson? I would rather have Jameson. Would you rather have but, uh. but, but that's that is purely a – I'm not even saying that I am approaching that analytically or everything. Like Andy Dalton's numbers have been fine. I just think Jameis Winston's more exciting, has more upside, and was kind of screwed over with injuries at the beginning of this year. But uh, it is what it is. Like second round, I could start seeing teams taking flyers and Anthony Richard. Let's see if he can develop into this, you know, even a modicum of what Josh Allen is, et cetera, et cetera. But 11th overall, you are you're taking a real real risk now what you're also doing Aaron though interestingly you're kind of maybe ensuring that you are going to tank next year if you're the Panthers now they've been a bit frisky post Matt rule but if you take this at 11 so you waste your first round pick essentially for next season it's kind of telling me you're okay with having another down year getting another top pick and maybe then trying to get Anthony Richardson out there which I don't appreciate bad game bad form it's bad, bad, bad form, bad form. No, Anthony, Anthony is, he's someone, I'm, I'm going to pull up the draft. Like he needs to go late, late. If he's going to be a first round guy, it needs to be late. It needs to be. Ugh. The Eagles I don't should take him at 31. Yeah. Do what? Not to replace Jalen Hurts or anything. If you could make him in to a, uh, you could, you could maybe do some in the short term. You could maybe do some interesting Taysom Hill esque things with him if you wanted put him, to. Put him in De- put put him in Denver. Put him in Denver. Let him sit oh, behind okay, Russell yeah. because you ain't getting okay. rid of you ain't getting rid of, you ain't getting rid of Russell anytime soon. You want to? Russell Wilson is the the NFL you know version of Jimbo Fisher. You paid him a ton of money. He ain't what you want. You want him gone, but you're just stuck with him. It's a problem. Yeah. You're like, damn. Yeah. Like we literally are just stuck with this dude. So if we're gonna be stuck with him. Might as well draft another quarterback that can sit there. We don't have to pay him as much money. He's in the 20s. Um, and just see what happens in two or three years. Let Russell William Russell Wilson run through his contract a little bit. Then we'll move on, and then hopefully he'll be ready by then. That that should be Denver's plan. Hey, uh, chat wants to know, when's your boy Stequavius going to go? Ah, uh, Stequavius, Stequavius. I think Stequavius is going to go somewhere in the fifth round. Okay. 
Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought there might be like more interesting answer, but I don't really have anything to add on that. That's <laughs> well, you asked me where he's going to go. Yeah, well, I, know, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I kind of. <laughs> I had no great follow-up there. You, do you want, me, do you want me to pull up like who's picking where in the fifth round and why he's going to go no, sixth no. in the fifth round? Okay. No, not at all. Uh, he's going to go to Minnesota Vikings. He's going to go. He's going to go to the Minnesota Vikings in the fifth round uh, and back up um, our boy there, Kirk Cousins. There you go. Don't, don't. Yeah, they're about the same age, me. so. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, do not throw me into the. Kirk Cousins, um, don't say our boy. Don't say our boy. No, no, he can be your boy. He can. Be, I will say it's been an incredible year for Kirk PR, Kirko Chains, the whole dance. Um, What's more cringeworthy, Kurt Russell or Kurt? No, 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 definitely Russell. Definitely Russell because Kirk's yeah. balling. And so at the end of the day, that's all yeah. that really matters, right? And so yeah. like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Kirk Cousins hater, but I am being proven wrong in a lot of ways. And him doing the chains is actually likable. Um, Russell Wilson appears to have essentially the social version of the Black Plague, where everything he touches <laughs> kind of shrivels up and dies. Um, like they even pulled that subway TikTok. I, I mean, it's kept alive because it's the internet and nothing ever disappears. But like it's been pulled from official channels. Like subway doesn't push it, Russ doesn't push it. I mean, the image that will last with me oh. more than anything from this NFL season is the D lineman yelling at Russell Wilson after Wilson obviously told him, like, come on, man, let's go. And and Russell Wilson flinching back in fear and being like, okay, okay we're gonna do, we're gonna do. No, I mean, and, and then look at like everybody in Seattle that is absolutely loving every day shooting strays at Russell Wilson. No, nobody's brand has tanked harder in the last mm. six months than Russell Wilson. Kirk's brand actually on the rise. Even though I yeah. spent a lot of this offseason being a Kirky uh, Kirko Chains hater, um, I've got a bit of uh, I've got a bit of cousins on my face, which you never want to be there. Uh, never uh, want to be there, unless you're on P Hub. Then it could be your cousin, your stepsister, your actual <laughs> sister. It's all over the place. Dude. It's unbelievable. Um, Charlie Baker P Hub in the past two weeks is uh, well. This is why I'm going to get fired uh, on ESPN one day for saying something along these lines. <laughs> I've been, I'm painfully clear about this. Look at the analytics. There is nothing on planet Earth that everybody engages in, but nobody talks about other than consuming adult True. content. I mean, <laughs> nobody talks about it, but you all do it. You listening in the car right pooping. there. Pooping. I would say you pooping's watch on there too. Uh, yeah, that, that's up there too. But a lot of times yeah. the fellas, and I guess, yeah, yeah whatever. You you get the point. You get the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you get why Charlie Baker was named next NCAA president? Former governor <laughs> no. of Massachusetts. He's no, still governor. Still governor. No, still, still governor. Still governor. Oh, okay. Uh, his term does not end till January, I believe. Yes, his term ends in January. He gets takes the job in March. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he takes the job March 1st. He played power forward at Harvard in 77, 78. Uh, he has degrees from Harvard and Northwestern. These are things that make Ooh. me a hiring nihilist. This man has no experience in NCAA administration or anything, and yet they 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 see an old white guy with degrees from Harvard, Northwestern, like hell yeah, give him the job. Uh, Let's go. Okay, look, I'm not. Is, then, no, no, I will, okay, people, I will say this though: he has a political background, and maybe goal number one for the NCAA right now is to get some sort of federal mandate on NIL 
and get rid of the patchwork series of state laws where this state maybe has an advantage over that one, et cetera. Like they need some sort of federal regulation. And so I can definitely understand why as a former governor of Massachusetts that he maybe would be well-placed to navigate that political minefield. Uh, we'll see. We'll see them. Yeah. We'll do more also, research, but, um, no, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Why, people it's, wonder why, people wonder why the NCAA wonders why people just despise them for, for, for moves like this. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like Brum said, I think the real story is like, who wants this job? Like who wants this job? What does this job actually mean? And to me, what this job means is keep making money with the championships and get some sort of standardized federal policy on NIL. And like, that would be my main two goals. If I'm Charlie Baker, I would take enforcement and yeet it out the window. I mean, you're already feckless. The IARP has been reviewing three cases for 17 years. There's no decisions made. Like I would, I would take enforcement and just forget about it. And I would just focus on making that money, man. Making that yeah. Money. Just let the kids do what they need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, look, uh, thank you all so much for joining us here on snaps today. We always have a great time here. Um, we hope you have a great time as well. If you're watching in the chat, uh, thank you so much for the like button, subscribe to the channel. Please, 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 y'all continue to share it with your friends. I mean, the YouTube stream, but also especially the podcast, right? If you're listening in the future, I hope your Christmas season is going well. I hope the future's chill. And uh, I hope that you rate and review the pod. I hope that you go to FanDuel Sportsbook app, use the promo code SNAPS. I hope you go to OmahaStakes.com, use the promo code SNAPS. In fact, I hope you buy some of the merch that we have linked on this video and pod and use the promo code SNAPS20 for 20% off uh aaron thank you so much man you have an excellent day thank you to ryan brumley thank you to paul farrington thank you to pat gunter thank you to danny cardenas and again thank you all of our wonderful homies who hang out with us every single day we love you and uh will we see will we see you tomorrow what's you and i you'll see us on monday damn i'm gonna miss you boys see you monday With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.